Good afternoon, Gravity Fallsers. Let me open this episode by asking Trevor one question. Are we out of the dumps? Yeah. The dumps have been left behind. The, dumps. the wasteland evacuated. Mm-hmm. Wait, but and that's now... where the Halloween monster came from. Summerween. Oh, exactly. Let's go back. Can I go back to let's the... go. Let's go back, we'll back just to say dumps. hi to him. We'll just go and then say we'll come hi back to him, you know and what? then we'll leave we'll forever. We'll circle around. We'll come back, and then we'll just jump over those two parts we don't mm. like. Called the, the Halloween episodes. trickster. Okay, okay, okay. Summerween trickster, sorry, was a single, singular, singular lighthouse <laughs> in the middle of a giant heap of trash. It's, it's interesting <laughs> because he himself was really made of all of that trash, but now we've ascended beyond the trash pile yes, and we into have. the green fields of Gravity Falls. This, okay, I think we called episode three the first real episode yeah we did um, we that did. was headhunters yeah. and then since then things just kind of got meh and we had dipper versus manliness and we had some good ones and some decent ones these last irrational two, treasure time travelers that's pig, true. those two were yeah. solid those two were solid these last two were so bad and i am so very sad that we couldn't just skip over them i mean we could <laughs> have trevor and i talked about this we could we have oh my gosh over we were them. just going to act like they didn't exist we and were pretending to do that don't worry listeners i would have recorded an episode just by myself with imaginary conversation from Aww. two other people uh-huh. for episodes that, 13 and 14 i want that now oh yeah. my gosh um, nonetheless now we're on to episode you just said 13, 14. I think this is 14. No, is this, this is 15. 14? The deep end. Really Once again, Whoa. Joseph wow. gets the episode number it. incorrect. That's true. See, we're, the thing we're running like a good theme one. here. We talked about when, this. Was this episode one? Oh, yeah, it's episode one. What? This is the second real episode. Episode uh, one. This is the second real episode. Episode one. The second um, episode I ever liked. Oh, my gosh. So this one, oh, I'm really, I think it's an A. I think... Maybe a B plus. It's either a B plus or an A. I can't this... decide. I think, I think you should watch this. Like it doesn't add anything to the major plot, Ooh. but it's such a good episode. So I'm split. So mm. mm-hmm. this episode feels like a reincarnation of Gravity Falls for me. So mm. like like I said, the last live episode I watched was Boss Mabel. <laughs> Stop watching after that. Mm-hmm. When I tried to that watch that was a Mabel t- again, Raspberry, by the way. Yeah, it was, was exactly. I actually had her come in and do it for me. Mm-hmm. When I started watching, like trying to catch back up, the next episode was Bottomless Pit, and I was like, nope. And I was like, <laughs> left it there, and I was like, I'm not watching this show ever again. Um, and then I watched this episode. I actually, I, I said last week I haven't seen this episode before. I did, but it's because I was watching through the episodes for the podcast, and I just kept going. Um, mm. And this episode, like, <laughs> the animation feels crisper, the jokes are better, mm-hmm. like, it feels mm-hmm. like a different season of Gravity Falls. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like season one anymore, and I would put it, like, this is on par with, like, Headhunters for me. I think it's up there. Mm-hmm. Where it's not about the I main right. overarching storyline, but, like, it has everybody in it. It forces absolutely nothing. Everybody gets a cool plot line. There's new characters, and they're fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, and some mm-hmm. of the jokes... In this episode, man, oh, I haven't like up to this point. I've giggled and I've chuckled. I haven't laughed until we got here. I actually yeah. paused it and laughed. Like, what just happened? <laughs> like, that was great. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Solid. So, I mean, you mentioning that makes me think a month and a half more, and we're done with season one. Yeah, that's crazy. Dang. Time has flown by. I'm so yeah. excited. So, th- thank you, all you listeners, for for tuning in. All the way, almost through season one. You're um, but yeah, and we love so you. I I put this as at a solid B plus. Um, mm. I'm gonna keep it out of A because it doesn't have any Gravity Falls mystery to it, mm-hmm. other than uh, Mermando. I guess you could say, but that's yeah, he's, that's just a weird a weird thing. Wow, way to give it away. <gasps> I mean, he's a werewolf. Whoa. Gnomes also. He's a gnome Whoa. vampire werewolf. Welcome Whoa. to Teen no, Wolf. You can't, I assume you can't that's be what three that's things. About. You could only be two things. Oh. Yeah. That's well, going to be oh. So Trevor, <laughs> is this a B plus or is this an A? Okay, so with with my scale, A plus is the perfect episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. A is a the 
when you're watching this, every time you watch it, you come back to this episode. It's that good. Mm-hmm. B is your first watch through. Definitely watch it. Don't skip it. It's worth it. C is if you want to watch everything, watch everything. I, I don't normally go to D and F. F is mm-hmm. like I wouldn't I, even if you're watching the first time, just skip this episode. Like the last two episodes were like mm-hmm. B's. Like I don't even think you should watch them the first time you watch it. Um, for me, this episode's an A. Uh, this is an episode mm-hmm. that like when I'm doing a rewatch, I'm gonna watch this episode. When mm-hmm. I'm when I'm showing someone the series, I'm gonna watch this episode. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to this episode. This is gonna be one of like it's gonna be like Headhunters and then like this Summer Ween. Like I'm gonna get into the episodes that I really like. And this is an episode I really like because it has so much in it and it does it all so perfectly and so clean and so crisp. So yeah. for me, this is an A. Sweet. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna Oh, are you gonna gonna try to land on A or B plus Joe? I'm gonna have to reserve judgment until I think the end of the episode. Oh boy! Stick All right, around. just just, just keep in like mind um, that we might have had our uh, opinions slightly tainted from having a couple bad episodes. Like yeah. here, season one is gonna be like a twenty-course meal. And we started mm-hmm. with some interesting things. We mm-hmm. had some like real good steak. We had a yep. solid like stuffed fish dish. Mm-hmm. And then we, we just kind of like mushrooms and peanut butter for one of them. Someone and then, threw up and then... in my soup bowl and fed it to me. <laughs> yeah. The other and one, was, I another one. It was like salmon. So, hey, I didn't and like they, it. The chef kept saying, this is so good. This is so funny. Laugh at this. Enjoy this. But it was just salmon poop in a bowl and I didn't like it. Yep. Okay. Everybody so that's what bacon, we've had very had recently. Lines. So I'm um, even if this is like an excellent toasted multigrain bagel mm. with some cream cheese on top, mm-hmm. like that's still gonna feel like an A after the salmon poop and puke soup. Mm, yeah. However, it could very well be actually a bagel with smoked salmon on it, like this mm. excellent breakfast dish. I like to that. start us fresh as yeah. we finish off season one. So we'll, we'll, we'll see where Joe lands on, whether it's the so, cream cheese or smoked salmon. I kind of have like a rule when I'm watching episodes. Mm-hmm. I normally watch the one before it again, the one we're nice. talking about and the one after it. Mm. Um, just so I don't have like that bad taste of one episode. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess it, for me, it's like this is a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like I just specifically only watched those two last episodes the last few weeks. So for me, I feel like that I've you been have kind a better of sitting grasp. on this episode. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I've been yeah. like even when I was watching those bad episodes, I was watching this one, and then when I freshly watched it like this week, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, where'd you come from? Like I didn't see you before. <laughs> you were hiding." <laughs> So we've been talking meta for like 10 minutes, maybe. I think it's high time, high tide to dive right into, oh, this episode. Oh, my gosh. I'm on a roll. Pun intended. Oh, hey, Um, another reference. Wow. Good job. I love this. Um, Want me to do a real quick row, summer row, row, row? Or you got a real quick row, row, summer row, row? I didn't prepare any row to row to rows, so you can row to row to roll with it if you want. Okay. It's hot, so the pines go to the pool. That's the setup. No complicated anything. It's hot, so the entire family goes to the pool. Um, And Seuss is there because he's kind of the pet. Um, in, in the best way possible. I'm finding, honestly, Trevor, like your description of him as just like a, a, a loyal, loyal dog, dog. dog who will just yeah. like do whatever is so legit. Nonetheless, so they all go to the pool. Um, Dipper sees Wendy there and uh, ends up, uh, she is the lifeguard and he gets a job as the assistant lifeguard. Mabel meets uh, Mermando, who's a mysterious stranger in the pool, who then turns out to be a mermaid boy. Stan uh, is going back and forth with Gideon, trying to get this perfect uh, lawn chair that is the perfect place between like the bathroom and the pool, and you don't have to look at old man McGucket putting on his suntan <laughs> lotion. <laughs> and uh, Seuss, eventually after... Uh, Dipper and Wendy become uh, the lifeguard people and start abusing their power. They prank Seuss and make him believe that the pooled floaty ducks are Rubber alive. ducky ring floats. Yeah, that they are alive and uh, it's time for a revolution and because they're enslaved. 
So, uh, continuing on in that, Dipper continues to abuse his power, having fun with Wendy. Uh, Mabel continues her relationship with Mermondo, and after it's revealed that he is, in fact, a mermaid, she decides that she's going to help him escape and get back to the ocean and get back to his family. Um, Things come to a head eventually uh, on the second night, I believe, uh, when... Yep. Dipper is supposed to be on a stakeout because someone, it was Mabel visiting Romando the previous night, messed up some of the pool supplies, so he's on a stakeout to try to find anyone. Um, and if he doesn't, or if anything gets messed up, then he's going to get fired and lose his job. Mabel shows up to try to free Mermondo. Uh, Stan shows up to try to get his pool chair, and Seuss shows up to try to free the ducks. Uh, Dipper has to try to f- like fight off all three of them. Stan hides in the bathroom. Seuss kind of, kind of just goes home after being told to go home. Uh, Mabel uses the golf cart and just like steals a bunch of stuff, puts Mermondo in a cooler and heads off towards the lake where eventually they have a showdown and Mabel pleads with Dipper um, to allow Mermondo to use some of the pool supplies in order to get home, which he agrees to. So Dipper gives up his job um, for Mabel, for Mermondo, um, and then turns out Wendy also got fired because she took too many snacks. So they all get fired. And then back to Seuss, he frees the ducks, which is great. (laughs) And then Stan gets his pool chair, but it turns out that uh, Gideon glued the pool chair, and so he is stuck to it. Then cut to, oh, I forgot, Stan got thrown in pool jail at one point in time. Um, And then we have the fantastic outro of the the kid who is in solitary confinement. Solitary kid. It's the nights that are the worst. Oh, oh my, my god! <laughs> my favorite thing I love in this episode. that dude. Yes. <laughs> so good. So oh. good. Like he's a. Is he just summer? Can we call him summer? Summer Gorney. Yeah, he's just summer Gorney. Oh, like he looks like Gorney. Yes. Doesn't talk like him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's Gorney's like older brother, Gorney. Or maybe maybe Pool Gorney, because <laughs> it's still Gorney. a summer the whole time. Pool Gorney. Yeah, it's always summer. Never so where Christmas. do we where do we start? <laughs> Um, I guess let's de- okay. Let's define our plots, a plot and b plot. I feel like it's kind of interchangeable Dude, between. Dipper I feel like and we Mabel. have an a a and an a b. I think Mabel takes the a a plot or a one so. plot, yeah. and yeah. Dipper takes the a two plot. Yeah, yeah. Everything for else convenience is though. Plot. Yeah, we'll call it a for b c d. Though, we'll call it um, Mabel is the a plot. Dipper is the b plot. Yeah. Stan is the c plot, and yep. Seuss is the Seuss plot. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Um, oh boy! So I guess we start with A, and with Mermando. I think um, we start with the intro, which is my favorite intro in like four. Really? <laughs> I love this intro. Oh, in like I, four episodes, yes. Yeah, I, I love Melting Stan. I like that there's a candle that's just lit <laughs> yes. in the house. The boiling fish tank. It's so good. Oh, that's true. It's just yeah. such a good yes, intro. It is. And then when Waddles like ace. goes over to Stan and licks oh him, and he's like, "I'm gonna throw this pig out of the house," and he licks him. He's like, "You called my bluff." I was like, "Holy <laughs> crap, so yes, good. that is a so great funny. intro." So um, it does fall apart a little for me at the end with the spatula what? gag and with the wildfires gag. Yeah, what? That, maybe, maybe it's just me personally. You like those jokes, though. I like the, the spatula, wildfires. Yeah, the wildfires okay. was okay. Spatula was okay because they hearken to it later. Uh, yes. when he gets stuck to the chair, he goes, "Kids, get the spatulas!" Oh, yep. there he like, screams it. So huh. like, they brought it back around. I just, but it was I just, just didn't weird. like the way they just whipped it out of like their pants. Yeah, like, they I, I also don't like that their pants. They used the like spatulas that. to pry him off of the boards, but the boards came with him. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. It felt very much There's, like a. I mean, we've talked about before how uh, the, some of the creators come from a more like uh, well. They worked on uh, the misadventures of Flapjack, which was yeah, a much more. Right. It feels more uh, like that. I don't want to call slap childish. I guess it's slap. Yeah, slapsticky. Yeah, it's slapstick humor. There we go. And so that gag in particular of just pulling the things out of nowhere felt more like that, as opposed to the more grounded humor that we normally see in Gravity Falls. It wasn't bad though. It was a forced, solid intro. forced situational humor. Yeah, would maybe. Call yeah. That? I mean, because like the boards didn't have to stick to him, but they did. And so when he walked outside, the random wildfire occurrence occurred him on, on him fire. because he had wood on his back. So it's a forced situational comedy. Maybe. Uh, yeah. That's probably not the perfect term, yeah. but it's pretty close. Pretty close. There's a really interesting animation point 
that I caught on to. I don't know if you guys caught on to it. Okay. When Stan walks outside, they do the wildfire gag. Um, Mabel turns to Dipper and says, he'll be fine. She doesn't turn towards the camera, but she yep. turns away yep. from it. Doesn't so they don't have to animate her so mouth. they didn't have to animate it. So it's it's mm-hmm. a catch on. Like they're they're getting to points mm-hmm. where they can start to cut animation because we see a lot with like the static animation. We talked a lot about um yep. the expense of animation, how hard it's to yeah. do like a ton of things. They put so many characters into this episode, like they cut expense by having her just move her head slightly. So I thought that was yep. cool. They found ways, yeah. They found ways to do it in that ways that didn't hurt the episode, which yes, is really and good and weren't necessarily of having noticeable. a static character at one point. They're able to cut yep. a corner somewhere else. Yeah, which is great. Good yeah, job. I didn't animated. notice that at all. So yeah, that's a good Sweet. job. Then coming in, um, like kind of the first shot of Stan walking felt a little wonky animation wise for me. It was just a different style than yeah. most of Gravity Falls is animated in, which I wasn't necessarily know. bad. It was a little jarring, but I don't know if it's just me, but the animation seems a lot more defined in this episode than the last few yes. episodes. Oh, definitely. Like yeah. it really felt different. Like I, I, I said it earlier, like it feels like a reincarnation, but it really does. It feels like the production value just went up on the show. And I wonder if it did. Mm. I wonder if somewhere along the way they're like, hey, your show's doing really mm. well. You're getting a lot of views. Here's a boost. Because uh, I've made mention to um, like the view count on airing episodes. They're hitting like three and four million views per night, yeah. U.S. alone. That's and the show is on its first season below 10 episodes, below 15 episodes now. So it's like mm. for that, I can see Disney being like, here's a production boost. So <laughs> so back to Mermando. So we, uh-huh. opening happens. It's a decent opening. It works. They go in. Um, technically, the stand thing happens first, but I think we can just jump to um, Mermando and Seuss's wise words of <laughs> go to him. <laughs> just that that is the perfectly <laughs> delivered line. Good job, um, Alex Hirsch, with that with that voice. Seuss okay, so Susie right in this episode. Seuss is so excellent good. in this episode. So two episodes so ago, good. we had stupid Zeus, which was yep. terrible. And then one episode yeah. ago, we had like one or two stupid Zeus instances, which were terrible, but most of the other Zeus was good. I think we have yep. definitely left stupid Zeus in the dump, and we are with real Zeus right now. Yeah, And I'm Even, so happy. Like, this is Mabel Mabel, too, and I love this. This isn't, like, how Boss Mabel was That's or a good how point. Last Mabel was. This Mabel is quality, grade A, <laughs> whole grain, free-range organic Mabel. That's what mm. Grass-fed. Yeah, grass fed. She would eat grass. I yeah. What they also do with both Dipper and Mabel is they have kind of um, thought monologues. They do. Uh, There's a word for that. Um, But you get to see their thoughts in this episode. I think Dipper doesn't explicitly do it, um, but he does kind of talk out loud um, his inner monologue. And then Mabel actually has an inner monologue, and so it gives you just more insight. And it's quick, and it's not a long thing, and it doesn't detract from anything. In fact, it adds a ton to kind of understand what the character is going through. Um, and one thing is that they don't necessarily explicitly say, like, this is the scientific psychological thing I'm dealing with right now. Now uh-huh. we are going to talk about that. But, um, which which can be a bad use of inner monologue. But it's a really good use. So she goes in and talks to him and it's, I don't know. It, it feels kind of samey and they're just kind of talking for most of the episode. Do you guys have any defining things you want to um, discuss? Because I don't know, for me, it, it kind of feels like it's all just not. So, it's all so good. It is, it is not an action kind of episode. Like we've, uh, mm-hmm. we've had before in Summerween, like uh, people driving around everywhere. Uh, Boss Mabel, they go around places, bottomless pit, they're falling the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So there isn't as much action in this episode because it's really just centered around the pool. And I don't think we ever even return to the Mystery Shack. Um, however, I very much enjoyed um, Mabel's first conversation with Mermando um, because the way that just just the whole lineup of there of a solid minute or two of Mabel being excellent Mabel and there being jokes and mm-hmm. it being I I wish I had watched it again so I could have 
picked out the actual lines that they say, but oh my goodness, it is fantastic. It's it is solid. so fantastic. It's so solid. Um, I, I do have, um, I think we can do this. We can hop over to Dipper. I have a question sure. for Trevor. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Dipper this episode, I think one of the excellent ways that we um, we enjoyed characters this episode is because they were consistent with little parts of episodes that we've seen before. So this episode, we see Dipper. Um, I said episode way too many times. Can we edit a few of those out? Uh, we'll need no. an episode for you. A- edit. The, okay. <laughs> oh, no. The episode, episode. Oh. oh, man. This episode has way too many episodes in it. <laughs> oh. This is the epicenter of what's happening right now. Oh. Oh. This is this is the epitome of, of terribleness. Oh, man. I'm going to write episode in your epitaph. Oh, gosh. Please do. Please vandalize it. Mm. That goes to everyone listening. Vandalize my epitaph. Just mm. do it. Um, Only use EpiPens, though. Mm. Oh! They're not real pens. <laughs> oh, you're tricking them real good. So exactly that kind of a thing, except flipped when Dipper laughs and then says, I've been laughing too long. Yes. Um, and then else we also see him overanalyzing. That Wendy catches on to him. Yeah. This is like the very first episode where she's actually like, oh, this kid likes me. And she kind of plays along with it. Mm. Maybe yeah. sort of. I didn't really catch on to that. I actually, but, uh, I know that. Well, you there's really... a point when he says you're laughing too long. And then Sue says, are you guys having a staring contest? Because I think you're weird. Oh, yeah. It goes <laughs> yeah. back to her and she's just concentrating on what they're saying. And she gives this look. And it's the yeah. look of, I understand what's going on here. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. It's, it's a really interesting um, dynamic because there's a difference between um, just pining after someone getting oh, no. the, the pines oh, boy. Um and what like the interactions between Dipper and Mae, uh, Dipper and Wendy sorry because Wendy legitimately has fun with Dipper yeah and I don't think has like some sort of weird complex either it's not like a little brother thing because she has little brothers but yeah like she legitimately enjoys spending time with him mm-hmm. which is a really interesting um romantic setup sort of thing that you don't I, I personally haven't seen a lot. Yeah, honestly, you don't see, gosh, in like really any stories, the <laughs> person being a friend to a person for a while doesn't exist when there's the possibility of romance. Mm. Um, and I think that's something really interesting about Gravity Falls is the possibility of romance extends over the entire summer kind of Hmm. um and there isn't like because if you go to another show you might have that will they won't utilized a will they won't they Mm -hmm. yeah that would be utilized for tension by like the sixth Mm -hmm. episode at the very latest and we've had episodes that are kind of centered around that but it's never come to a breaking point where anything has changed in the relationship between Wendy and Dipper. Yeah. And I, just, I, I really like that. I just realized I completely dodged Matt's question by bringing up something totally I different. never asked it, actually. <laughs> Joseph completely interrupted me. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I got you. We, we um, just looked into each other's eyes through the interwebs. and You and were saw. both riding on a motorcycle and sidecar, and then you pulled the pin, and you both went around me mm, as I was coming head like on it. towards you guys. And then we guys. reconnected because yeah. that's how motorcycles yeah. work. Or yep. did, wait, no, I think we stretched a rope between each other and just like snagged you on it. And then that pulled us back together and pulled Ooh. you off of your like big, bad, evil motorcycle yeah. of question. Evil motorcycle. Or like we all question. went to a Mexican restaurant and got tacos. Is, is that what question the, the question mark writes? Yes. The question cycle. I'm asking you, Trevor. You enjoyed Double Dipper the way that Mm -hmm. Dipper has overthinking and anxiety. Yeah. And um, you also enjoyed his awkwardness in other episodes. Um, Did did that stick out to you? Because it stuck out to me. Um, I think that's why I like him in this episode so much Mm. because he's very much him. Everybody in this episode is very much them, and I like that. Yeah. Um, it's not going beyond that, like with Boss Mabel or Double Dipper even gets to there at points where it's too far. Um, but it's staying very true to each character. And the Wendy Dipper dynamic is great. The uh, Mabel and Mer- uh, Merman- Mondo 
uh dynamic is great seuss being seuss is great like every mm-hmm. character is great in this episode and dipper is the perfect like mixture of anxious child and like nervous uh character at the same time yeah mm. like he he does it does it pulls off very weird when it's not uh, very well not very weird uh yeah. very well where it's not like cringy you know i don't mm-hmm. even go oh stop stop just please stop doing this mm-hmm. but yeah. it's at it's... the point where it's like oh i actually i feel sympathy for him because yeah. he's a 12 year old i get it yep and the cringe is, is less cringing at like oh this character is so bad but like cringing because he is cringing that that yeah. happens in this episode you, like right at the beginning when he's feel first talking it with to... him exactly mm-hmm. so yep. that's yep. good I, it's I, I felt that was a great weird. thing i just felt like oh this is so awkward i don't like <laughs> i don't like this but that's exactly what yeah. he felt and that's exactly what everyone in that scene felt so the fact that they were able to make my emotion pumpers pump out those emotions mm. it was it was mm. impressive it was good yeah are you, are you talking about drugs yes sure uh Come on, Joe. I'm sorry. But yeah, like every character is just good in this episode, and I like how everybody's here, and how they introduce that everybody's here because the simple fact that it's hot outside and Gravity mm-hmm. Falls has a pool. Now, Gravity Falls is a we have an everything town. We've already established this. Mm-hmm. If they need something yeah, yeah. for an episode, it is there. Yeah. Um, but it everybody has like a community pool, whatever. That's fine. And I just love that within that first like five-ish minutes of them being at the pool you establish all the characters they all have a yep. reason to be there yep. there's no forced plot there is no i have to put this character there for some reason so that they make sense it's everybody should be here they are here and like they're acting like they should here so compared to something like gobble wonker yes well yeah and there's a few other episodes where it feels like oh why are you doing this like why are you here why are we dealing with you yeah Mm. like like the boss episode where it was like okay mabel has her thing going on why is everyone else being everybody's everybody's plot is being forced and pushed yep and in this one like everybody's plot makes sense yep like wendy's there because she needs like some extra cash and or she gets Mm -hmm. snacks or whatever uh gideon's there because he's gideon and his Mm -hmm. life is to destroy stan pines and that's (laughs) as simple as taking his chair Yep. Uh, and everybody else is just there because it's hot. Like it makes yeah. perfect sense on why everybody's here. I do want to say I love. Um, this is kind of the first place where we get to see a whole bunch more of the rivalry between Stan and Gideon. Honestly, mm. I feel like something like this should have been in a much earlier yeah episode, especially because he's been in like four episodes so far. Well, he's he's been in Lil Gideon, and he has been in I think one other. He kind of fell off the face of the map. I feel like he was somewhere mm. else. Or sorry, hand that rocks like... to Mabel. That was the name of the there episode. You go. Yeah, Hannah Rocks yep. Mabel, and then he's in, uh, what's it called? Oh, the Little Big Laser one. Little Big Laser. Little Big Laser. The one the one where they make the flashlight that can shrink and grow things. Right. He's Little Dipper. Episode. Little but Dipper. I, I feel like he also appeared in an episode in between there for like no he reason. He might have. Yeah. It might. Oh, you know did. what it is? He, uh, in, um, in, um, in, um, President... President Irrational Hill. treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. He's in that one, and he's throwing tomatoes at Stan for no reason. That's Correct. right. And it just feels, you yeah. know, a really, really good example of uh, a character not being there for being there for a reason is Pacific Northwest when she gets waddles. Mm-hmm. And time travel is pig. It makes no sense as to why it's her to get it. Yeah. No sense yeah. why it's her to just show up and be like, "Oh, look, a pig!" Like it. Yeah. It's the force. It's the force of rivalry that makes no sense. Also, she's Definitely. not back, so that's still weird. Yeah, she hasn't showed up again, which is a little weird. Um, but mm. I do like like Gideon is Stan's main antagonist and an yeah. antagonist of the Mystery Shack and therefore the entire Pines family in general. Um, Pacifica is just kind of a jerk, but she's a almost passive jerk as opposed to an active jerk, which is Gideon. Um, but nonetheless, the, the just the um, dynamic between Stan and Gideon in this episode completely like captures everything that you assume is going on and everything that has been expressed in previous episodes but not really shown as much Hmm. this episode completely captures it just them going back and forth and being petty over this one share and out thinking each other um and we get to see gideon win which is Uh, cool because you can't show that when the gideon plot line is the main plot line like if gideon wins uh, stands doomed the and the entire shack is doomed. everyone dies well he does yeah. say that he stays there forever so that's true he does <laughs> say that stan state enjoys that forever um but I, I really like that plot line and it's just it's incredibly simple it doesn't detract from the main plot line 
In fact, it adds to it. One of my favorite scenes is when just everyone shows up at the pool at the same time, and it's not forced, and it's not the normal, like, all of the plot lines collide in the end to create the conclusion. It's just, like, all of these plot lines happened to be here Mm -hmm. at the same time. It just happens to be the end point. She's like, is there anyone else here? And Seuss just falls over the wall. He says, go home, Seuss. And he just tries he to jump out. He does because he's a loyal dog. He does. He, he a, turns yes. around and tries to Yes, jump. and tries oh, to really? start jumping out. Seuss, go home. Like, that's okay. what you would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So just the fact that like everyone shows up there, but none of it feels forced. Everything is true to the plot. Everything is true to the characters. And it's not just for the plot. Like, each person is there for their own plot, and two of them kind of collide and come to the final yeah. scene, but the rest of them are there for their own reasons, like you said, which is fantastic. Yeah, and they don't all conclude at the same time, which That's is a good point, too. I think, you know what? I think, no, maybe it's not a plot, because he doesn't have development. However... We are half an hour into this, and we have not mentioned the crux around which this episode rotates. Talking about the duckies. The man, the myth, the legend, <sighs> Mr. Poolcheck. I freaking love Mr. Poolcheck. He's so great. You guys He's showed up before. He was in Bottomless Pit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was in the biker bar yeah. thingy, tough guy. Chasing Dipper for yeah, being he a... Dipper out. Oh, escape. Escape. My yeah. favorite joke. Escape. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, boy. I love Mr. Poolcheck. Something very interesting is people in Gravity Falls are weird. People in Gravity Falls are wacky. People in Gravity Falls are probably mentally not all there. Uh-huh. Um, and without spoiling too much, there is a legitimate reason for that. Um, like, it's it's not just cartoon humor. So, so it's interesting to see all these over-the-top characters knowing a little bit of why they're so crazy. Um, not... Yeah, it's not like a main plot point. It's not a spoiler to say it, but the the same reason why there's monsters and all of these other things in here, they're also affecting the people here. And so you get weird creatures and you get weird mythical beasts and you also get weird people. And he is by far one of the weirdest people. He's up there with (laughs) McGucket in my book as far as like the most kind of crazy person um, that there is. He eats... A whistle, whistle, a metal whistle. He eats a metal whistle at the the end of the episode, and the string, and swallows it. My hand to a pool filter. (laughs) Yes, this guy got his hand. Can I just mention he crunches the metal? And I was sharing with Trevor earlier. Yeah. Um, I am holding a uh, screwdriver that you put a bit in the top of. Mm. Yeah, we're doing it again, boy. Um, and I the bit is stuck in the screwdriver, Mm -hmm. and so last week. I was trying oh, to get the bit no. out, and I, I bit on Use it on one side, and I tried oh. to pull, and it didn't happen, so I tried on the other side of my mouth, oh, and no, I got it in just the do? right spot, and a tiny little chip came off my tooth. So oh. I can attest, by experience, that chewing metal is not oh. a typical thing to do. Why would you do that? I, I've always looked at our, our like three musketeer dichotomy right here, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh-huh. as okay. like Matt's the smart one. Mm-hmm. Joe's the good-looking, charismatic one, and nice. I'm the sad one who probably dies and gets replaced in the next movie. Yeah, that's just kind of like how I've seen it. Okay, mm-hmm. I think I might have to switch Joe and Matt because <laughs> okay. Matt tried to eat a screwdriver. That's all he I've did. learned today. So I didn't. I didn't. Okay, sure. I just watched Mr. Poolcheck, and he inspired me. <laughs> Um, okay, oh can can we say that Dipper's comment about him is not like um, he seems, not, he seems weird or he seems strict, which no, is what you would expect. He you know, doesn't he says, seem he exactly seems emotionally mentally unstable. St- yes, he's emotionally. Also, yes. while he's saying that, he is doubled over backwards offense. Yep, and then just and then brings his body up, up and looks and at stares. everyone. And later on, he is drinking the pool water and then just stares at Dipper as he's running across and makes him stop. Utterly fantastic. Oh, my gosh. This character character. is so good. Uh, Oh, I feel like they went like, how do we make like a guy who runs a pool? How do you make him actually crazy? Like, how do we make a character? And they go, Vietnam. Yeah. Army general. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, okay, here we go. Because that's what it feels like you're watching like yeah. a Nam movie and yep. Dipper is like a new recruit. The new private, yeah. The private, yeah. 
Saving Private Dipper. He talks about like um it took my hand like uh the the pool is a fickle mistress or something like that <laughs> and like you have to follow her rules <laughs> but like that's why we follow her rules that's why he's so obsessed with rules because he lost his hand and no, he believes that the pool okay, took okay. a pool filter <laughs> the foam so. i'm still like confused at how this happened <laughs> Like there's some that have like I've seen the automatic ones that have like the spinny thing, but you have to be yeah. really stupid to put your hand in. It's like a blade yes, that spins. Really Maybe that's the one rule that. that he broke the first time. Hmm. So I would like to submit that he is much less like a Vietnam um, general and much more like a um, commissioner over a soviet gulag (laughs) because okay follow me here the pool is fenced in Mm -hmm. the rules are incredibly strict Mm -hmm. you have a jail where people go to if Mm -hmm. they do not follow the rules and solitary confinement beyond (laughs) that he is obsessive over order and Mm -hmm. um also if we want to take seriously how dipper and wendy um trick Seuss into thinking that the uh, little ducky floaties need to be released. Mm-hmm. They are the proletariat who mm. need to rise mm. up, seize the means of production, yep. and overthrow Mr. Yep. Polchek. So this is much... In the gulag. Yep. This is incredibly... <laughs> like, this This is a huge commentary for me on... Um, mm. On social... Um, on social equity within yep. Soviet Russia um, mm, era 1955 through 1965. Um or you know what? Let's even put it concurrent with the Vietnam War and call it the sixties. Okay. See, you started off this whole thing where you moved your mouth and words came out, and I was thinking, okay, I could kind of see where. Oh no, I this doesn't. Are you, oh this is a is this a is this a joke? You was know what? So funny. Some of it is a joke, but some of it is serious. I think that the, I can't tell the I, pool itself. I fell asleep. Is oh from, like, for the last like three minutes. Can you just say again? During his Marxist oh, bedtime oh, stories, I can I totally it. do this. My Marxist bedtime stories. Oh my um, gosh. So, have you guys ever seen Major Pain? Do you know no. the movie Major Pain? It's about this guy who is a uh, uh, he, he's a major in the army, and he's like a trained killing machine, but he messes mm-hmm. up a mission, and mm-hmm. uh, they they like they take him and they make him the head of a class in military school. And he has to like take care of kids, but he's like trained the greatest of greats in like the uh, Marines, mm-hmm. um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's yeah. actually yeah. Oh, who is it? I can't remember the the actor. He's a comedian. He's really great though. Nice. Um, and it, it's a great movie because it's it's like kids interacting with with like a um like killing machine <laughs> marine, great. and it has this great line in the beginning that I, I never I don't remember most of the movie. I just remember this one line the most. And uh, he's they're storming a castle in like Korea um, before he gets like discharged. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dude gets shot in the leg and he goes, he's like, my leg, my leg. And Major Pan's like, oh, your leg hurts. Let me see your hand. And he like puts his hand up and he just breaks the dude's fingers. He's like, oh, my fingers. Why'd you do that? And he's like, well, does your leg still hurt? And like looks at him. Like what the heck? And it reminds me so much of Pulchek. Pulchek's like a psycho who would do something like that. He definitely would, though. But yeah, I love Pulchek, and he reminds me of this character so much. So how I got into this? Actually, Mm -hmm. what what we commented about? um, Dig us, dig us out of your. Yeah, yeah, we're moving. We're moving. Dig us out of your. We're not. (laughs) I'm moving. Episode, 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 episode. Oh um, no! So how how Dipper says something that we kind of don't expect, and he seems emotionally unstable. Uh, mm-hmm. Mabel did a similar thing for me the second time that she meets with Marmando. Um, no, when she's <laughs> when she tries to kiss him, and then he's oh. like sour candy something, and he's like, "Oh, can, can I have some?" <laughs> what I expected her like to say something like, "I ate all of it." Mm-mm. She says, "No." and no. scenes <laughs> he's like oh he's like what are you doing with your mouth oh i i had some sour candy and um my, my mouth is is doing this because of the because it was so sour can i have some candy <laughs> and just pauses 
No. <laughs> and cut the scene. Just right also, there. She, she brings him a sandwich, which yes. she gets under the water, and she splashes on top of the board or whatever he has. And he at one point goes, that sandwich does look pretty good. <laughs> yes. Like, there, there's some dumb... The thing about this episode is there is stuff... Um, it, it amazes me how little it takes to make me okay with plot progression because you could have just had him like give up all of his secrets but because you put in a soggy sandwich as the bribe to make him give up the secrets i'm okay with it like it's not perfect plot but i'm fine with it all you have to do is put in a small reason for a person to be doing what they're doing even if it's not a perfect reason you can say maybe they didn't think it out but if you have a reason it's much more believable than oh they're just here they're just doing this because 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would like to point out two current events that make this episode particularly um, fitting for us to be doing right, right now. War. First of all, Rest in peace. it has been oh. the hottest couple of days of the summer. True. And Very after true. Mother Nature teased us with like 65 degree weather, oh, like, oh, it's, oh, it's about to be, to be cool. fall. Oh, it's going to be so then, nice. beautiful. Take out your flannels. And then I work Mother night nature. shifts and it was mm. 85 degrees at 3 a.m. Oh. It was two nights in a row. 85 degrees, three in the morning. Mm. So this is very apt to be talking about the hottest day of the summer in Gravity Falls. Secondarily, what I wish wanted to mention back when I was talking about Dipper's awkwardness um, is because Trevor happened to send a text that is pretty much what Dipper would say um, (laughs) about a friend of ours who uh, works at another Starbucks who's super cool and would should definitely transfer to the Starbucks that Trevor works at. And he says, uh, tell him to transfer to my store because I keep forgetting to text him and ask him if they would consider it because we need people. <laughs> I mean, tell her I said hi. <laughs> That's, if that isn't a dipper line, nice. tell nice. me what is. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> me and dipper are one and the same. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Throughout this episode, there's a whole bunch of things that get, uh, I guess, carried throughout. Whether they're uh, jokes that continue throughout the episode, or even just plot points, or or just small things that are really interesting. So we already mentioned the spatula and the fact that it shows up at the beginning and then it shows up at the end. It's actually uh-huh. a really nice um, opener closer to the episode. It's a interesting. nice yeah. bookshelf and made of spatulas. Sure, Shen. Wow, where where did that word? <laughs> Sham wows made of spatulas. Sham wows made out of one thousand spatulas. Didn't that 1, guy do cocaine or microfibers? Something? Spatula. No, no, we are no, back to drugs. We're in we're in Happy Town. Hmm. Stop it. We get, sorry, you made sorry. us get sad at the beginning of a sad episode last time. You made us talk about <laughs> Verizon right. for fifteen minutes. <laughs> My my secret joe i'm sad it's, before every episode oh no um what was i even saying oh okay, man yeah, yeah. so so the spatula <laughs> spatula starts at the beginning and the spatula goes till the end the duck floaties are another yes. thing yeah. that start off as an incredible joke and then continue throughout the rest of the episode um you also have a really interesting thing in Dipper's hat. So I want to talk about this. Um, Dipper gets his uh, I'm a pool person hat, lifeguard, yeah, assistant, lifeguard. whatever. Yep. Um, when Stan shows up and cuts the fence, <laughs> first of all, it's perfect. Just like uh, the flashlight comes up and the fence falls down and he's there. She's like, uh, I- I'm sleepwalking. Also, I'm sleep talking now. And he, <laughs> he oh, by the way, I like your hat. Yeah. Um, so, uh, then later on during the chase, uh, uh, Mabel shouts out like, the pool rules are stupid and your hat is stupid. Yep. Small thing, but just the fact that it got referenced twice made me happy and kind of made it better. If that, again, it's just a small thing, but it's also interesting, um, character wise because, did Stan legitimately like the hat, or was he just using it to manipulate Dipper? Like I kind of flip flop back and forth. Either I, he was, I think mm. he was being sarcastic. Was he? He maybe. didn't sound sarcastic. I don't he know, sounded maybe not. legitimate. I like how so, Mabel puts it later, though. Pool rules are stupid, and so is your hat. <laughs> yeah. So that that was just a really interesting. The fact that you have someone complimenting the hat, and then really quickly thereafter, someone saying, "No, the hat is stupid." I don't know necessarily what it means, and it's not a direct like this is character development, but it's just 
interesting more so like that could have just been a animation thing like he has a new hat now but instead they worked it into the script i think so we all know how dipper's like anal about things right Mm -hmm. i think this is one of them like he's on night patrol so he has to wear his night patrol hat and i can see a whole scene of dipper like getting ready to go and he like mm-hmm. takes his hat off and he puts the night patrol mm-hmm. hat on and he's like, Sorry, here we go. Control. And he's like holding his little flashlight and he like walks out the door with it. Like you can see that without having to see it. So when he gets here, like he feels like it gives him a sense of authority. So for mm. like them just be like, nice hat. Like it's, it's how they, mm. how they make fun of him. You know how they like to gang up on him. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that without being super mean and like everybody's standing in a circle and being like, Dipper sucks. Dipper sucks. Because <laughs> like Dipper's like, this hat is the greatest thing ever. I am mm. the Night Patrol King. And then the next <laughs> so, thing you know, it's like, no, your hat is really dumb. <laughs> so in my head canon. Mm-hmm. In my I, come head on, come on, canon. Because we're talking cause hat, about a hat. Because hats are on your hats head. hats are on your head. That it. was it. That was, was it. That the joke you were that making? That was the joke. Yeah, that wasn't good. But no, in my head canon, I wish I all think of our Mr. listeners could have seen Matt's face during that. Oh, he Boy. was so happy. He was you know, so like, proud you know, like of pun that joke puppy? he made. The little husky, it's like, meh. <gasps> like, yes. That's what Matt looked like. Mm. Yeah, he's he's my hero. I have a picture of him on the wall. I think that Mr. Poolcheck gave Dipper the night patrol hat mm. because it's like the the general in vietnam or the commander of the soviet gulag giving his lieutenant which he always replaces because in the case of the soviet gulag they die in the case of uh vietnam they they either get wounded and get a purple heart and get sent home as a war hero um or live long these... enough to become the villain yeah. that too um he like gives his lieutenant the hat mm. and then again it comes to like the end of this episode when dipper gets fired and you know he no longer has the hat um kind of a thing which i think fits in with the uh replacing the lieutenants in my head cannon <laughs> nice i'm taking Wherever it way too deep from, <laughs> yeah you took it way too deep but no yeah, no it's interesting you went right I, off the deep end with that uh, you know no. who does go really deep is who armando does? Um, mm. I okay. I love how we get a backstory for his missing tooth because that's the first thing yes! I noticed when he was in the pool. When you get a close-up shot, you're like his tooth is missing. This guy really isn't that attractive. Mm-hmm. But then we see him tell the story of how he tried to escape and he got to and the got top of a waterfall and got hit in the face with a log <laughs> and lost a tooth. Yep. I love. Yeah, all, I love all of his stories. My favorite, great. though, is Armando. his first escape. His first escape attempt, where he just plops out of the pool, <laughs> and the woodpecker <laughs> was... attacks him at night. You mean Dude. Quentin Tremblay's third wife? Oh. <laughs> but then he goes, then like it goes back to him, and he goes, and then the wolves came, and it's like, yes, what? okay, <laughs> oh, that that is a perfect example of another thing I I wanted to talk about because there are some jokes in this episode that don't land and aren't perfect jokes. One of them for me is the woodpecker one, what? partially just because they reuse the same, the exact same audio clip over and over and the like the animation doesn't quite sync up with him and it for me oh, it f- yeah. feels like it just that. lingers on a little bit too long the rest of it i love but then it gets to that and i'm like eh. but then what they do in this episode that they haven't done in bad episodes is they go away from that and they move on and they tell another joke and they keep the plot moving forward. That's true. What previous episodes have done is they've shown up with their platter of salmon poop and they have said, smell it. It is wonderful. Enjoy it. Now we're going to keep just look at it some more. <laughs> okay. Now we can move on. This episode says like, Oh, here's this. Oh, oh, here's this. Oh, here's this. Okay. Time to talk about this. Let me tell you a story. And it just keeps it moving. So for me, yep. like there were some jokes that I didn't like in this episode, but they were fine mm-hmm. because they kept it moving and they, they hit me with a joke yeah. that I did like. So I didn't like the woodpecker one. I loved. And then the wolves came. One other one off that I think was part of um, Mabel explaining how she loves um, Mermando is mm-hmm. she said, and you can play at least one chord on the guitar. Yes. <laughs> that's all they. Uh, like we have the the guitar. Yeah. Oh, good job. Goes, um, Brand, Brandon Brandon Beeks. No. Brandon Bra- Brandon Brad Brad Breeks. Brad, Brad Breeks. That's right. Sure. Good job, Brad Breeks, with this uh, 
Spanish guitar playing. Oh, I loved yeah. it. There was also a part where like the music goes really bad. I forget the part, but it was a good one. So good job. This has been applaud Wait, Brad Breeks. When he tried to segment. play it when it was full of water? No, 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 no. There's, oh, there's okay, another, okay. Not him playing it, but like just background music. When things are going a little awry, the music just kind of like deteriorates okay. right at the end. And instead of coming to a nice conclusion and like leaving on a single chord, it kind of just falls apart can I, and then uh, ends. Can I talk about mm-hmm. one more thing and then we get to like favorite jokes? Yes. Oh, yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Reverse CPR is one of my favorite things. Oh, and that's episode. that's one of the big conclusions. Yeah. yeah. Because it like finishes the whole, it brings the whole they never been kissed thing to like a finalization. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the fact that she goes, like, Mermando falls out of the cooler <laughs> at the lake shore, mm-hmm. like five feet from the lake. And he goes, I can't breathe, and collapses. And she goes, Dipper, you know CPR. You're a lifeguard. Save him. Which Dipper has not had CPR training, so I don't know no, where she got no, that from. No, and then um, she goes, he goes, that's not how, like, they don't need air, they need water. Then do you reverse CPR? <laughs> so he runs, he runs over yeah. to, like, his golf cart, yep. gets a bottle of water, swallows yep. it. And just like yep. spitting it into his mouth. Yep. Instead of just pouring the water into Mermando's mouth, <laughs> he first puts the water in his mouth mm-hmm. and then puts it into Mermando's mouth. Mm-hmm. It just keeps going though. Because yep. Mabel takes a picture and goes, <laughs> blackmail. Blackmail. Yes! And then Mermando sits up and goes, Why didn't you just put me in the lake? And then Zipper goes, Oh, oh. <laughs> like it's just so it's great. It's it's, it's the perfect it's the perfect combination of Mabel being weird Mabel, Dipper trying to fix the situation poorly because yep. he doesn't know what to yep. do when the actual yep. yeah. like it's like the crux of the show. It's everything that happens in every episode. Mm-hmm. Trying to fix a situation poorly when the answer is right in front of him. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. was the That's perfect perfect ending to the episode. For me. And super also good. abusive Mabel. Yeah. A little bit. Blackmail. Also, like, <laughs> also, they pulled off, like, honestly, I could see that we're right next to the shore joke going really poorly. Yeah, that's And true. being one of my least favorite jokes in the entire show. I could see that being really bad. But again, they just have it. They have a good reaction to it. And the joke isn't necessarily that they were five feet from the shore. The joke is that Dipper didn't realize it. Yeah. So like you said, and just by having him just have his reaction... It perfectly concludes the joke and redeems the entire thing. Like, all all the jokes made in that little bit, they were decent jokes. None of them were, like, top-tier, best-in-the-show jokes. But just the way that they delivered them and the way that they paced them made it an incredible conclusion. That's true. It does does have to... Credit to the writers, though. It's got to be a lot of work to have an episode flow like this. Yes. Um, because oh, to have yes. to have a, a piece of quality product that that you're creating where you have lines that are comedy almost the entire way through while moving a plot along that is it got to be incredibly difficult um so huge huge applause to writers and people involved in this creative process so really really fantastic job especially this episode yeah i mean as joe said even though all the jokes weren't um gut busters as trevor likes to say um i say that every episode every episode (laughs) they were they busted my guts because even (laughs) if you got some god even if you got some salmon poop it was quickly replaced by like some um some of that green jello like i really like green jello yeah i like green jello too i mean caviar and salmon poop are pretty much the same Green Jelly okay. is like a really weird alt grunge band from the '90s. If you care mm, about that oh, pop culture, favorite jokes, <laughs> favorite, favorite jokes. jokes. I have a guitar jokes. on my wall, but I didn't favorite grab it, jokes. and I didn't. Favorite, favorite jokes. jokes. We're not stealing any other songs. Hey, what's your favorite joke, fellow Gravity Falls Fallser, named Trevor? I thought you were asking the audience. I was going to wait Gravity, for that answer. Gravity Faller. <laughs> Um, yeah, we could have just waited. We could have just wait. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, we could have just no, said, "What's your favorite joke?" And then just no, had pause, an hour pause, of pause silence. Now, pause now. What's your favorite joke? That's wonderful. I like that one too. He wasn't a fan. Mm, I think it was a bad Trevor. It's like okay. Trevor's a bad. snark, a snarky bark. Snark yeah. award to him. I'm snark, snark bark. Lord. The snarky barky. <laughs> Me. <laughs> 
that he's gonna be in next that uh, mabel's next trip out dream yeah. sequence snarky oh gosh snarky barky um but yeah sure uh summer gorny in, mm. in pool solitude everything mm. about it he only has two lines in the entire episode. The first one's, uh, the nights are the loneliest or whatever. Yep. And then he says, go, Mabel, go. We can't all be saved. <laughs> and then he's just like in there yep. throughout yep. Uh, all the seasons, just living year. in it. But then 4th of July comes up and he puts on a little American flag yes. and waves it. Oh my God. So good. So good. Yeah. He's my, he's it's, my I favorite. I think my, fa- my favorite outro sequence. Oh, by, it's so good. I think so far. That it's just... and Waddle memes are like my two favorites. Mm. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Um. So if I noticed that Gideon's um, swim trunks are American flag as well, mm-hmm. and we really, I really only noticed it at the end of the episode, right before the the end sequence that ends with Fourth of July waving the flag. Uh, it, I mean, on their own, they solidify Gideon as he's supposed to be this cutie patootie, woody, quintessential American cute hog. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I appreciated that. Um, they went to the 4th of July at the end because it could have been something else, I guess. But yeah, it, it kind of tied together thematically. Cool. I like that. So his pants were your favorite joke? No, his pants were not my favorite joke. My <laughs> oh. favorite joke came okay. very near the beginning. Um, a, a couple your lines. Your pants are a joke, scrub. <laughs> and your hat, too. Um, oh, no. <laughs> came with a couple of lines from Stan. Um Right after Mabel says the pool is summer magic or something like that. Yeah. Sitting in a moist tub with strangers. It's like the bus, but wet. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Who wouldn't want to sit in a tub with strangers? Oh, Oh, so cool. Excellent. Like the bus. (laughs) And I mean, it perfectly sets up the fact that he wants to have the perfect lawn chair because that's true. It's like the bus, but wet. That's true. It makes me not like pools anymore (laughs) my favorite is also a stan joke and oh boy it was my favorite watching it and it became even more my favorite uh doing research into it i can understand where you're coming from on that Uh, one so it's in i'm just gonna ignore you it's in stan and gideon's just back and forth and back and forth and it's when stan takes out his watch and starts shining the sun on gideon (laughs) and he says yes yes burn the child (laughs) what (laughs) he does he does you missed missed that it's so good yes finding it right now it's so good the thing is Originally, it said yes, yes, blind the child, but the the censorers decided no, 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 that's, <laughs> oh that's too bad. So they changed it to burn the child. Oh, I I just died. I I think there were gorgeous. good jokes. There were darker jokes. Yeah, but just yes, yes. A lot of the jokes burn the are child. Really good. They're so good. I think if we. Uh, feel free to interrupt me but i think we're coming to the tail end of this old deep end of this old stan's hat is a pac-man with a fishtail yes it is correct amazing yes it is that came in last episode yeah nice the internet is full of wonderful things, including our Twitter and our Facebook and all of our socials, which that's all of our socials. So go ahead and check us out there. Um, we're Ted Strangecast number. on Twitter and Ted Strange Podcast on Facebook. And go ahead and smash that subscribe button and leave a comment on whatever sort of magical uh, podcast catcher application thingy that you use. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on all the things that you get audio from except record player them that's i don't think we can legally say that uh we'll be back next week with carpe diem and after that we have boys crazy and after that we have land before swine and after that we have dreamscapers and after that we have gideon rises and after that we are into the set oh my gosh we have scary oak and then we have into the bunker oh my gosh we have the shorts dude Gosh, you're right. We have the shorts. Can't wait to do the shorts. I'm so excited for the shorts. Then okay, we've got Can five. Can we just take weeks. a minute and talk about shorts? I really like them. Not a kind oh, of cargo, though. Okay. I like denim shorts. I That's like my shorts good point. to be short. 
We've got so many lower body wear related incredible episodes coming up for you and we can't wait to see you there. But until then, let's do our traditional sign off that we always do every single episode. Um, uh, I'll do the first part. Matt, you do the second part. Trevor, you do the third part. Yep. That's why it's a commentary on gulags and gravy is bad for you. And we'll see you guys next time. Was I supposed to hit record?